Christ. And just pray for John before he gives the word. Yeah, Father God, thank you so much for John, Lord, and we just thank you that he's managed to find time to, yeah, really get before you, Lord God, and to and to bring what he's going to bring this morning in, in amongst all the busyness and family and work and commitments and everything. Mm-hmm. So, Father, just pray that, yeah, he would be really blessed <clears throat> as he's generously sown his time into your kingdom, Lord. We just pray that we would be challenged in the area of generosity. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. 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 That's great. Yeah, what a fantastic thing to sit here and see Wayne and Mally. Just, where have they gone now? Okay. Well done. Well done, you. Well done for your faithfulness. It, yeah, stunning to see a life, to see lives transformed by the power of God at work in the church. That's, that's just got to be a moment for us all just to go, yeah, thank you, God. You know, that's the precious people, beautiful people. Yeah, it's really amazing. We're all very excited. And yeah, we're all coming to Morrison's and going up in their turnover since you got there because we're all coming to see you and clap you and all the rest of it. But we won't disturb you. Keep working hard. Great. Okay, let's pray. So this is, we're going to talk about um, no one marginalized through giving and a little bit about the heart of the church, uh, the light church and your heart towards generosity. So let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, Lord, I really ask, ask for your Holy Spirit. This is such a wide-ranging area. Everyone in this building is in a different place along this journey. Father, I ask that you would make your word become very much for each individual, that they would hear from you, and that it will be your words, uh, not my words, and it will be your spirit that touches and challenges and encourages. And Father, we pray that um, everyone would know that no one is marginalized from being a part of your kingdom and loved by you through anything to do with giving. But each of us have a responsibility to live our lives generously, to reflect you to a hurting world. Please help us to be open to hear in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so we're going to look at um, no one marginalized through giving. So there are three uh, specific things that I want to say right at the beginning. And this is what we're believing that we can uh, receive or we can give out and you can receive. So number one, no one, uh, no one needs to be marginalized through giving. I'm just checking if my PowerPoint is going. There we go. So no one is marginalized through giving. Everyone, just say everyone. Everyone, everybody, everyone is included by Jesus and also um, the light church. And all, say all. 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 You've all read the next line, so a bit nervous. All, (laughs) all challenged to increase our generosity by his word. This morning, we're going to have a look at our involvement in giving, our individual journeys. And obviously, we're going to give everybody an opportunity as we do uh, a few times a year to respond through, uh, through giving. Uh, we want you to know, wherever you sit here this morning, that you are included. And we understand, um, and we want you to understand, that Jesus loves you, and as a light church, we want no one to be left out or be marginalized through their giving or lack of ability to give or where they are on the journey. So all included, all on a journey, but all challenged. As a leadership team over the last nine and a bit years as we uh, go to our 10th year next year, we've always tried to approach giving in the church in a way that tries to reflect uh, these principles. Uh, We've not always got it right, I'm sure. We've um, not always got the balance right. However, um, God has 
I'm trying to think of a word when I was preparing. Um, it's kind of more than overwhelmingly blessed us. I don't know what anybody can think of a word more than that. I did abundantly, overwhelmingly, phenomenally, can't believe it. And then I got on some Yorkshire stuff that didn't read very well. But basically, um, we're overwhelmingly blessed as a church by our finances. Do you know that God has always provided for everything we've ever needed? Everything. From the very beginning, everything has been provided. You know, we start each year between 35 and 50,000 pounds short often on the money we need for, uh, for each year. And you know that God has always provided for everything we've stepped forward in faith. This church is a resounding example of generosity, and we want to let sure that everybody understands our gratitude to the giving. Um, but having said that, we know that there are uh, people in our church who, through situations, through low income, uh, inability to give, um, through poverty, through life changes and stages of life, that they could in some ways feel slightly marginalized. Well, we don't want anybody to be marginalized, amen? We don't care where you are. So if you're sat here now and you've been walking with God for 10 years and you've not got the sense of giving to the church, we want to let you know that you're not marginalized, amen? Where you're included. Whether you're just beginning your journey or whether you've been doing it for 20 years, it doesn't matter. You're included. No one marginalized. Everybody included in this journey that we believe God has set before us in our finances. We're all on this journey. Yes, we do want to bring the challenge that the Bible brings and the promises that Jesus gives in his word for our generosity. However, above all, we want to affirm that Jesus, his love for you is all-inclusive, that his love for us is unaffected by your giving. Amen? Unaffected. Unaffected. Jesus' love cannot be earned. It is uh, not earned through obedience. It's undeserved. It's grace. It's priceless. And it is given to all in equal measure. Amen. Hallelujah. We're all receivers. In John 3, 16, uh, it says this, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Giving is God's idea. God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are abundantly generous in their gifts to us, in their gifts of wisdom, how to live our life, in gifts how to build relationship, how to navigate the challenging world. They overwhelmingly give love and grace and forgiveness of sin, promise of eternal life. You can't outgive God. Hallelujah. It's not a competition. And if it was, you've lost. You can't outgive God. But God is the source of our generosity. And we believe um, that part of his purpose in challenging us around giving, his motivation as well as the advancement of the kingdom, as well as providing for the poor and all the spin-off amazing things that happened when we give, is that he wants us as his children to really receive everything he's got for us. Amen? And there are some things that are promised for those who are generous. There are some things that are promised in the word that he wants us all to have. So his heart to challenge us on giving isn't for what he can get or isn't what the kingdom can get or what the church can get. It's actually for us. Amen? And I would say that in the 25 years I've walked with Christ, I would, I would say amen to that. Some of the blessings that uh, we've lived through uh, and his promises that I've seen become abundantly obvious and clear. I praise God that he challenges me, that he challenged me and has done and continues to do. 
So I wanted to just uh, touch first uh, on the kind of three principles so we can just have a few amens amongst us. So first of all, we believe it's good to give into the community in which we belong and serve. Amen. Amen. Acts 2 verse 44. Um, and you know when, when you kind of the Bible sets the bar, but you know when it sets the bar so high, but it's sometimes okay to have a bar that's set really high? Okay, so this is what it said. It said, everyone around was in awe. All those, wonder, all those wonders and signs done through the apostles. And all the believers lived in wonderful harmony, holding everything in common. They sold whatever they owned and pulled their resources so each person's need was met. High bar indeed. High bar indeed. And that's not where we are. That's not where we are as a church. That's not the community that we're in. But do you know what? We have a community fund that makes sure that people in the church who need help are helped. And you know that help is given irrespective of whether or not they give or not, irrespective of where they are. We are sharing what we've got. And as you'll see as a community, we share uh, in the fruit that we see is, is shared for everybody. Number two, we believe God challenges, all to, challenges us all to give. <laughs> Go here, thank you. Um, okay, 1 Corinthians 8 verse 9. Uh, and obviously pick the verses that are just really clear. Just clear. But since you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in love, we have kindled in you so that you also see that you also excel in the grace of giving. And here is my judgment about what is best for you in this matter. Uh, and I love this sense of perseverance. It says, last year you were first not only to give but also to have the desire to do so. Now finish the work so that your eager willingness to do it may be matched by your completion of it according to your means. I just want to just completion of it. Amen? So it's one thing to have a heart to do it, but we need to be a people who complete on that heart. And that acts in loads of things. We've got a heart to be generous in our serving. Well, let's serve. We have a heart to be generous in our encouragement and our relationship. Well, let's be faithful that our actions follow our heart of generosity. And then it says, for it is the willingness, for the, if the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one does not have. Third, we believe giving should be cheerful. Okay, we really, really, really do believe this one. Seriously, guys, it's got to be cheerful, man. A grumpy giving, not appealing and not attractive. Amen? For you or anyone else, okay? Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. And praise God for the cheerful giving that we see in this church and through this church. Number four, we believe God is able to provide and our lives are enriched by giving. Amen. Our lives are enriched by giving. 1 Corinthians 9 continues. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things and at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies the seed to the sower and the bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge your harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and through us your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Amen. Clear, easily understandable, non-confusing. That's the word of God and we believe that those things 
are right and that we as individuals, as couples and as a church need to do our very best to reflect those principles. And when we fall short, which we will, which we do, God's grace is sufficient for wherever you are and wherever I am. Amen? Great. It's obvious that the, the Light Church, uh, we couldn't do what we do without generous givers. Everything that uh, you would see through the church is, is paid for by people who give. Everything we use this building, uh, everything we use the Light Center for, the rent of this building, administration, kids' work. Our huge social outreach as, an organ, as, a, as a church is, is phenomenal. Uh, we just heard about the food bank. There's so much stuff going on. The list, you've just been in the church for a few weeks. You'll be overwhelmed. It's fantastic. Um, as a church, oh, when we first founded the church all those years ago, we had that, that sense that, that people outside of the church would know about the church, if you can get the idea there, that if, if we weren't here, people who don't come here would notice. And that has been fulfilled across this city. There are hundreds of people every month who connect with the church who don't come on a Sunday, who receive food from our food bank or met and helped to find work through the job club or release from addiction through the debt centre or the families whose children are excluded from school or go back to school every few months or return back into education. They're not coming here, but they'd know if the light church wasn't here. They'd know if our education centre wasn't here. That is our heart of a church, is that people outside the church would know that we inside the church have got God's heart of generosity. Amen? It's not for us, it's for others, and we all share in that. So what I wanted to do was look at the journey. Now, this journey is multi-faceted. Everyone's on different places, but I felt as I prepared that I reckon there's roughly about sort of three general stages or general places that you will find yourself in this journey of giving. And I want to walk through those and hope that wherever you find yourself in this, these stages that you'll be encouraged, not only by your own stage, but also be encouraged and supportive of others that are not where you are in, in your stage of generosity. All okay with that? Okay. So, so let's say you're new to church. Um, you're new to the light church. You're just visiting. Um, let's just say you're just feeling your way into our community. Um, I also felt, to be honest, that perhaps you may have been uh, hurt in the past by the way that giving has been brought to you or the way that it's been introduced. We just have to acknowledge that. I don't know where you are, but maybe um, you've got some challenges, things you need to work through. Maybe you've never started or low income or regular income, struggling with the issues of of, of Debt and unemployment, addictions, poor money management, wherever you are, whatever challenge you've got. Listen, you are welcome in the light church. Can we have an amen? You're just welcome. Well done. Come on in. We're fine. It's okay. We understand you are included. You are not marginalized because of where you are or your circumstances or your past or where you are on this journey. Okay, You are all included. You're included in this thing. And we're here to help. We're here to welcome you. We can help you. We have uh, places where you can learn to manage your money better. We've got uh, places of support and help. Um, yeah, you're included. No one is excluded. And I'd really sense, um, as I look back through my journey, um, I remember um, just the warmth of Jesus's uh, all-encompassing embrace when I first found Christ. Do you know what I mean? I just, every time I prepare, I go back there. It's just, and I didn't know anything about giving. I didn't know anything about, I knew nothing at all about anything, really. It's in a real place of, 
yeah, not a great place in so many different ways. It's difficult to list how far short I was falling of every single thing I ever heard what I should be. Anybody else ever been there? Amen? Well, we're all probably still there even now, 25 years later. But his love is not about giving. His embrace, his heart for me was, was there. Um, I know this season. I know this season. Um, it took me six months uh, to, to start giving anything. It just gave nothing. I couldn't quite understand it. What? You get me give you my money? It's like odd. It was just an odd idea. Just didn't understand it. I had no concept of it. Like, why would I do that? I've got mine. You've got yours. We're all all right. Or is it just me? <laughs> okay. But the church didn't reject me because I wasn't tithing. And they didn't, put, you know, didn't take me on one side and say, if you don't start giving, you can't. Absolutely not. Quite the contrary. We understand, John. We know where you are. It's okay. We'll work through with you. We'll love you. We understand. That heart made a great difference to me, as you can understand. Um, and if you're there, um, yeah, our challenge is that we would love to just encourage you to start. That it's good to give. Maybe today, for some people, there is that opportunity just to begin that journey. I remember... You know, I remember my first little standing order. It was £10 a week or something, you know. And it wasn't that much, and it didn't seem to be a big deal. But I tell you what, I look back now, 24 and a half years later, and think, I'm really glad I started somewhere, amen? Because the thing with the journey is, it's not the end result. It's the first step you take. And it's a step along that journey. And I made that step, and I'm really glad I did. And, uh, yeah, ultimately, yeah, I definitely see God blessed that. Um, Maybe you need to speak to someone. Maybe you need some prayer. Maybe you need some pastoral help. Maybe you need to speak to a light group leader. Um, wherever you are, whether you can begin or not, whether it's an ongoing journey just to start, listen, it's the same answer. You're totally included. We completely understand, and we're just here to help. Amen? No one excluded. No one excluded. All included. No one marginalized. All in together. The community of Christ operating for the goodness of people in the community. Second group or second journey stage post. Maybe, maybe you may have all the above um, and you've started. You've begun to give. Um, well done. Well done. Praise God. As I said, I started with my first 10 pounds and praise God I did. Um, if, if, you're, if you have low income or irregular income, you know, um, but you're giving something, well done, well done. Um, I remember that uh, sense um, for me when, uh, as I'll share in a few minutes, um, when I had a season of my life. So I've had almost every season you can imagine in finance. I've had, had lots and owed lots. I've had nothing and owed lots. I've had more and owed nothing. I've been in control of my finances and been completely out of control of my finances. I've had so many seasons in my finances that would reflect, I'm sure, many of your seasons. Um, but I definitely would say that what I learned when I first started, and then in a season when I did have uh, the ability to give a bit more, and I did have the ability, and I did have the understanding, and God's Spirit did lead me to go that journey. I was really glad I went on that journey, because I didn't know that later down in my life there was going to be a big change in my ability to give, yet I needed to walk in what I'd learnt when I had. Everybody okay with that? It's just a journey, and it's okay. Um, in Luke 21, verse 1 to 4, the, uh, the widow's offering, as it's uh, highlighted in my Bible, 
It said, Jesus looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow putting two very small copper coins. Truly I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All of these gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she gave out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. Um, I hesitated to share this, but I think if you're going to speak on something and you've experienced some of it, you need to know a little, you need to be willing to share it. So uh, four years into my journey with Christ, uh, we, me and Lizzie made a decision that God had called us to start helping the poor in Bradford. So we began a, a charity called CAP, Christians Against Poverty. And we had absolutely no idea what was going to happen for us. Um, and yeah, our finances just... I mean, the opposite, sort of devastated would be an understatement, to be honest. We never envisaged that we'd ever get, ever have as little as we had. So we had 500 pounds a month on average for 12 months to live on. That's all we had. Um, and fortunately for me, I've always journaled and I've, my diary was uh, written into a book so I can actually go back to the dates and, and read it. And I was reading this over the weekend. Um, so in February, on the 25th of February, 1998, uh, this is where we were. This is what we were dealing with as a couple, newly married. We had to use the £14 we'd put on one side for my daughter's birthday present to buy food. However, we got through, and God did provide the food, not exactly what we would have expected. Um, and they said, we often have enough money for the next few days and the next week, but very rarely the next month, and certainly not beyond that. But in this wilderness, God provides for our daily needs through his people. And then... Uh, the month later, um, just amazing. So, yeah, we had a great weekend, even though our personal circumstances were dire. Lizzie had the uncomfortable supermarket experience of putting food back at the checkout. We actually had less than a pound between us. But a great sense of God was wonderful. By his Holy Spirit, we were still able to praise God in a wonderful way and had a tremendous praise and worship over the weekend. We just knew God would turn up. We just knew God would turn up. Then this morning, I came down to an envelope that someone had put through our letterbox. In it was £250, with no indication of who gave it, although I have my sneaking suspicions. I still do, but they won't admit it. <laughs> what an awesome God we have. And then, I just put this, I just put, I could pay what we owned, we gave our tithe another gift, and we had enough for the next week's food. And that came out of what we'd done before that, do you know what I mean? Because we'd seen God's faithfulness and we'd given what we could. And we lived like that for many years, too many years really. But we learned the grace of giving and we learned the closeness to God. And the truth is, we're not like that now. And most people won't be like that now. But if you are like that, and it is difficult, I pray that you'll know God's smile over you for what you give. Um, if you can't give monthly, if you've got a regular income, we, we, we're going to make sure that we're, we, we've got in our, to our left at the back in our information stand, we're going to make sure that we've got some envelopes every week for you. So maybe you can't give monthly or by standing order, but maybe you could give a few pounds each week and maybe that's one week and then not a week. Listen, all included, amen? No one marginalised, no one kept out because of where you are or your circumstances. In fact, the country, more embraced and more brought in. So the journey of continuing to, uh, to, to give and to give generously and to give in faith continues uh, for, uh, continued for us and I'm sure for you. And then the, the sort of the 
third sort of section, and I would think probably, uh, yeah, I would think the majority of people will be in this, certainly uh, here in the Light Church, when you look at the, the giving and the number of people who support and give into the church and give to advance his kingdom. Um, maybe you've been giving for years, okay? Uh, maybe you have resources and the ability to give, you know, to give each month and for some to give sub- significantly each month. And you've been giving very generously and you've seen God's faithfulness. Um, I believe that you still need to know that your journey is not ended. Amen? It's a, it's a life journey is generosity, giving. It's not a one-off. It's not a get to a certain amount and, and that's it, I'm finished. No, no, no. God calls us to be generous. And yeah, his spirit and his word continues. So probably for the last 15 years, there or thereabouts, um, we've continued, myself and Lizzie, to, to allow his spirit, okay? Because Jesus didn't force himself on anybody, okay? We've allowed his spirit and we've allowed his word to speak into us as a couple and into our family. And he's challenged us again and again to keep our giving and generous heart at the center of our finances. That's how me and Lizzie would describe what we're attempting to do. I mean at the center of it. I don't mean at the peripheral. I mean at the center of it. When we're deciding to do things, we're looking at what we can give and where we can go. Um, and it does cost us. It has cost us. Um, yet, we are blessed. And the truth is, we'd have to really go some for it to hurt as much as that day when we tithed. When we had nothing, nothing really, it's not, I don't want to put a prophetic word out there, Lord, I'm quite happy, don't take me back there, amen. But do you know what I mean? Nothing, nothing can take us back to that. You know, I read it again this weekend, you know, stuff like, you know, having to get to a checkout and go to a trolley and we had to leave the, check, leave the food to take the trolley back to get the quid out to finish paying for it. So nothing will hurt like that, praise God. But we are determined, we are determined as a couple that we're not going to rest and just not do anything that's going to increase the cost and the sacrifice. We want to increase the cost and we want to increase the sacrifice. We want to know some of the, the, the consequences of our giving. And we are determined and we have been determined over the years to continue to increase our giving as a, as a percentage of our income. And we're continuing to go in that grace. And we try to respond to appeals. We try to stretch... Um, we try to disconnect ourselves and this is the power of giving Um, when you give you're basically disconnecting yourself from the power of money that's how you disconnect yourself from it you just give it away and then you haven't got it so you haven't got any power but also it disconnects you from the you from the me 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 or is it just me yeah what I want, what I need, what I want to do, where I want to go, what I want, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just by giving, you just instantly disconnect yourself from that because you haven't got it anymore. You've disconnected yourself. You disconnect yourself from the consumerism of more, more, more. It just is an incredibly good thing to do. It's an incredibly good thing for everybody to be on that journey, wherever you are, whatever age, to be on that journey. To be on that journey. Listen, for me... I know that I was included 100% by Jesus and by the church I was in and by the people around me when I first got saved and I gave nothing. I was. I know that I was included, totally included uh, in the church and that Jesus' love was unchanged when I began that giving journey. It was unchanged. Um, We were included when we had very little. 
and we're included now, that we're overwhelmingly blessed. We are included. You are included. No one is marginalized. And yes, there is, for those who can, I think there is a sense of sadness, not about people giving into the church, absolutely not, but a sense of wherever you are on that journey, as long as you're going on in that journey and you're doing what you can do, then your connection to the fruit yeah, is there for all to see. So if you're not giving anything but you're connecting to the journey, you're part of the fruit. Amen? If you've just started and you can't give much, but you're, you're on it, you're included. And even if you're not, you're included. But there is some blessing and there is something extra that Jesus has for us as a community. And don't forget, um, the truth is, and this is again when you're given a subject and you, you look at it afresh again, I've seen a little bit extra fruit from our giving through doing this teaching. Because the fact that we're able to give means that someone who's not able to give can be included in what the church is doing. Amen? So, you know, our giving is covering for someone who's where we were 20 years ago when we couldn't feed ourselves. We're including people. So it adds extra fruit to our giving. So it means we're, 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 we're providing for the church to do what it does and to be where it is. And we're doing that for some people who've come in who aren't giving anything. But that helps us understand the fruit of our giving. Some, my, our giving covers someone who can't give. Where we are on the journey allows someone who's not where we are on the journey to do the journey. It adds extra to where we are and it gives extra strength and encouragement in the grace of giving. And hey, you know, we all share in the fruit of the Light Church. I was so pleased that this, uh, you know, maybe three times a year we, we bring a, a definite sense of God's heart for giving and generosity and opportunity to give. Um, but wow, I was so pleased it was, it was after last week's baptism service. You know, if you wanted to share in the fruit of the Light Church, you just needed to sit here last week. Okay, so if you're giving nothing, yeah, you're included in that. Amen. You're included because you're here and you're on a journey. Wherever you are on the journey, you just saw the fruit. And when you see the fruit not only of giving, but then you saw the fruit of volunteering. And then you saw the fruit of the sacrifice and the courses and the things that we do. It was phenomenal. Um, you know, just great. Everything from everybody who welcomed people into the church. If you listen to the testimonies, everybody who welcomes people, you're part of the fruit. Everybody who's serving coffee, anybody who's volunteering, everybody who does a kid's church, everybody who's doing anything. Um, yeah, just amazing. And it spoke to me, and I'm sure it spoke to everybody, as the inclusivity of the church. It just spoke of a church where no perfect people are allowed. Amen? It's a good job because you're here. Everybody on a journey. All living in the grace of God. Absolutely phenomenal. And the fruit is for everyone. And we want you to feel part, that you've, you're playing your part, however and wherever that finds you. And, yeah, God wants to bless our lives. Amen? Amen. He just does. He knows that we are more blessed to give than receive. Just does. He just knows us. He created us. Amen? He created us. He knows where we're most blessed. And it might not feel like that, but you are more blessed to give than receive. He knows that the hurting world needs us to give, to reach it and show his love. He knows that giving releases you from what you have. He knows it goes against 
selfish yourself. He knows it challenges. And it's one Jesus wants to walk through with you. He wants to to engage with you. He wants to challenge you. And we as a leadership want to lead on that. Um, He wants faith to grow. Uh, when you know that you've got needs after you've given. Okay, everybody okay what faith is? All right, it means you haven't got what you think you need and you haven't got it now, but you believe God will provide for you. Um, We believe that that is a great thing to do. It draws you closer to him. It reduces your self-reliance. It increases your reliance on him. It's a conduit for deeper relationships with him. It's an engagement. It helps you know his word and its promises in his scriptures. And we'd say... uh, and we would want to as a church that we, yeah, want to be a leadership team and we want to be a church that kind of models some of that stuff, okay? That we actually model what we're asking. You can't ask anybody to do something you're not doing yourself, okay? You just can't. And as a church leadership, we want to continue to model that. So hopefully we model grace around giving. Hopefully we model inclusivity. Hopefully we model acceptance. Hopefully we model... We're not lording it over anybody. Hopefully we model cheerful giving. Hopefully we model opportunity to consider your giving and make a decision. We like to model that. Forgive us if and when we fall short of that. But at this time, again, amazing time, timing. Um, as a leadership team, um, we've, we've just made um, some decisions that really feel kind of model the kind of journey. So we're on a journey as a leadership team around our finances, just like you. Amen? We're on a journey, constantly wanting to be more generous, constantly wanting to bring faith into it, constantly wanting to press ahead to make sure we can do more to reach people and show this city that Jesus is alive. Um, And just this last week, um, we've made some big decisions that would really, I believe, sort of model some of the stuff that we're talking about. So first of all, we've decided as a leadership team that we're going to step out to the next significant and the first big stage of our mission centre that we're going to build over the road. You know, the centre that's going to reach the poor and needy that where all our things can be housed and expanded. So the next stage of that is going to cost between 60 and 80,000 pounds. That's to clear the site, that's planning, that's site investigation, management, project management. It's a massive, massive deal, okay? Well, we as a leadership have made a decision to go for that, okay? Beginning the process. When the building will be built, we do not know. Do we have the money for the building? Uh, no, I was going to say yes and no. I'll just say no. Just keep it simple. We don't have it, okay? So what did that mean for us as a church? Well, it meant that through the generosity of the church and through God's outrageous blessing, we as a church had, had, had some reserves. Do you notice I said had? Okay? Let's just move. Go for it. Go for it. So we now have no reserves. Hallelujah. And we have, a, we have a current need. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Okay, and we are short of all that as well. Praise God. Everybody all right with this? I'm just called faith. It's believing that God can provide, and he will. It's good stewardship. It's been well thought through. Um, and also, I love the fact that at the same time we've done that, you know, we, we have a sense of tithing, all the money that comes into the church. So all the money that we receive, 10% of it, we give, we give out to other ministries, particularly across the city and also abroad. Okay, well, uh, we've got about, yeah, 20,000 pounds there or thereabouts and that. You know, it builds up and then we give it away. The world would say, now is not the time to do that. Can you imagine? The world would say, no, don't do that now because you need the money. I hope you'll be encouraged to know that that's what we're going to do. 
I'm just going to give it away because that's what we said we'd do. Because God says, amen. So the next few months, okay, you'll see that coming or later this year or into next year. But that's what we want to do. We're not going to use, you know, we're going to give and be generous and step out in faith, believing in God and doing the right thing, not for us, but for others. Again, it models, hopefully, that faith of stewardship, but also of believing. So the Bible is clear. We believe it's irrefutable that it is good to give. We believe that everybody is on a journey. And we want to say, well done, wherever you are on that journey. We want to encourage you. We want to provoke you. We want to challenge you. We want to teach you. We want to model it. We want to encourage you that that is a good journey for you as an individual to be on. So to conclude, and we'll put the, uh, the thing that I started with. So I put, said at the beginning that no one is marginalized through giving. Amen? No one is marginalized. Everyone is included by Jesus and the Light Church. All are challenged to increase our generosity by his word. And yeah, we have created some space uh, for all of us to reflect on that word. Um, we, I think was, we do it every sort of four months, but four months ago we uh, gave an opportunity for members of the church, of the church Light Church community to do uh, one of three things and we want to give that opportunity again. So the first thing that we did was give people an opportunity uh, to either uh, begin their journey of giving to the church. As you know, the vast majority of our giving is given by regular, by standing order. So that's the first thing. We want to give everybody the opportunity to do that. Um, this is your chance. to. If you do, do it this morning, that would be great. But there's, there's chances, there's opportunity for you to take the form, to pray about it and bring it back. Um, secondly, an opportunity for you to take the next step on that journey. <coughs> Um, an opportunity for you to increase your regular giving to the church, uh, an opportunity to make a one-off donation, because no one is marginalized through giving, and everybody is included uh, by Jesus and the Light Church, and all are challenged to increase our generosity. Amen? So I'm just gonna, uh, we're just going to pray. We're just going to give you a, a minute just to kind of just have a little bit of a quiet thought to reflect and then uh, we're going to then, uh, for, anybody who, for everybody who wants a form, uh, we're just going to hand the forms out, then we're going to explain the forms, and we give you an opportunity this morning to respond. Everybody okay with that? Yes. Okay, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise for the amazing generosity you pour into our lives, for the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus that you gave your son, the generosity, the gift of eternal life the gift of relationship with you. Father, for the amazing things that you pour into our lives that overwhelm us at times, we want to say thank you for all you give to us. And Father, we just ask in this next minute where we just begin to just allow this word, your Holy Spirit right now, would you speak to everyone here, wherever they are on that journey, and as we take a few minutes to respond to that individually, that everybody would know wherever they are on the journey, that no one is excluded, no one is marginalized. We're all in this together. And Father, we thank you for the faith step, for the building, for the next stage, Lord. We know that you're a God who provides. And we thank you for the outrageous generosity that you have poured into this church since we began. And we believe that by your spirit, through your people, your generosity will continue to provide for all our needs. And we give you the glory and the honor and the praise for the challenge and your word and the promises it brings. In Jesus' name.
Amen.